Well, again, everybody, welcome again to another Blessed Wins Bible Message podcast. What a great two weeks. Just got done with Pentecost Sunday and Memorial Day weekend, and what great weather we're having. What a, a great time to be alive. Jesus, we thank you. Amen. I was thinking this week, after speaking with a few people that have had quite a few things going on, and I had an issue this week where I, ha- I was a little bit worried about. So what is worry? It's a uneasy, concerned feeling about something. Is it a fear of something? Is it a fear of illness, fear of loss, fear of hurting somebody's feelings, fear of loss of a friend or loved one? Fear is a very unpleasant and disturbing feeling caused by the presence or imminence of danger. But we perceive a lot of things as danger. We perceive any kind of loss, any kind of change in lifestyle. Change. The the things we know versus the things we don't know. Sometimes we can be fearful of those. And that fear, that fear leads us to worry. Because it's a perceived danger. Fear produces worry. Fear is the factory that produces worry. As I said two weeks ago, fearing being out of God's presence keeps us following God's plan. That's a healthy fear. Some fear is okay, and that's that's a healthy fear. We need to fear God because that keeps us on the straight and narrow. It's not fearing God. It's fearing being outside of a relationship with God. It's fearing being outside of his presence for eternity. Proverbs 14, 27. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. That fear turns us away from the snares of death. It keeps us away from sin. It keeps us on the moral right side of the coin. Psalm 112.1, praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Yes, blessed are those that fear the Lord. The fear that leads to worry, though, that's an unhealthy fear. It can steal your peace, your joy, your happiness. And sometimes that fear starts to lead and propagate things, and we get thinking about how we've failed in the past. Failures in the past are okay. Thomas Edison once said, every time he failed to create a light bulb, he learned a new way not to create the light bulb. Failures build us. They help us grow. We just need to look at the brighter side of failures. The devil, though, wants to remember those failures. He wants you to feel bad. He wants to steal your joy. Ephesians 6.12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. This is a spiritual battle we're involved in. The devil wants to drag us down and pair with him and get into the emotional stuff. Because the more we do that, the more we take our eyes off God. I do not believe God wanted us to fear the things of the world. There are many Bible verses that support that. 
Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He's there for us. He's going to hold us. He's going to bring us up. Don't worry. Proverbs 12.25, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. A good word makes it glad. The Bible is all the good word of God. It makes us glad. The Bible points out that it's useless to worry. Matthew 6.27, And who of you, being worried, can add a single hour to your life? Exactly, you can't. All worry does is steal time away from you. It steals thoughts. It makes you uneasy. It makes you enjoy things less. It steals the joy out of special occasions. Matthew 6.34 Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. How many times have you been worried about something that there is absolutely nothing you can do about it? Say something happens on a Friday at work, and all weekend it's just churning inside of you to see what happens on Monday. It doesn't have to be that way. You're losing those hours. Tomorrow will provide you with enough new worries. Give it to God. Give your worries to God and go enjoy yourself because that's what the Lord wanted. Worry can bog you down. It can be all-consuming sometimes. The devil wants to keep you focused on those worldly problems and not God and not your eternal rewards that are there for you in heaven. When we find we're caught up in the world's fear and worry, we need to trust in God for he has a plan for us. Hebrews 13.6 So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Really, what can man do to you? The Lord will be there. He'll provide for you. Do the right things. Be honest. Follow the rules that you're supposed to follow that are dictated in the Bible. Respect other people. All of these things are just ways that you're following the Lord. Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. There's another trap being set. The fear of man sets you in a trap. Have you ever been worried that you might offend somebody if you don't do the wrong thing with them? Think about that for a minute. Have you ever felt pressured to do something that you know is wrong, that biblically is wrong, because you don't want to disappoint a friend? We need to trust in the Lord and we need to have faith. I heard a quote on the radio the other day. They didn't cite the quote, so I'm unable to do so as well. There isn't enough room in your mind for both worry and faith. You have to decide which one will live there? You have to decide between worry and faith. 
Because if you have faith, you don't need to worry. If you're worrying, you're showing your lack of faith that the Lord will take care of you. What is faith? Faith is trusting in God and his plan for us. Faith is understanding that things are going to work out. My wife and I, several years ago, used to be on a different page, biblically. She would tell me, trust in God. He will provide. And I worked really hard. And I scraped and toiled and worked two or three jobs. And I did all sorts of things to make ends meet. And I would get irritated when she'd say that because I didn't understand. But you know what happened? As soon as I backed off and said, you know what? The Lord is going to provide. Things started working out a lot easier. Now, I'm not saying quit your jobs. You don't have to work because the Bible does say you're supposed to work. The Bible said that after Adam and Eve ate the fruit, that man would toil for their life. But he does want us to have joy. So remember, the Lord will provide for you. He will provide for your needs. At that time, if I would have looked at Matthew 6, 26, it would have helped a lot. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet the Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they are? Huh. He takes care of all the birds, all the animals, all the creatures of the world. And he said that we are ahead of all of those. We have dominion over all of those. He would have taken care of us. He allowed me to do all those jobs because I have free will. But he would have taken care of us either way. God will also take care of everything and he will turn the bad for good. Sometimes you just got to ask him, what am I supposed to learn here? How is this supposed to be good? Lord, please show me where the good in this is. Don't ask angrily. Ask inquisitively. And he'll show you where the good is. Genesis 50.20 You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. He's going to take care of you, and he's going to turn anything bad happening to you into good. So how do you get through this? How do you get through worry? When worry is starting to grip you, what tools do you have in your toolbox to break free from that worry? The devil's going to be there putting doubt into your head. Just be ready for that. He's worked on all of us long enough that we've developed habits. And worrying is a habit. There are other habits that go along with it. Worrying itself is a habit. Things always go bad for me. This will never work out. We're just going to mess it up. I know this is going to turn out bad. Who told you that? Who told you those lies? 
I can tell you who it was, the devil. It's the same lies he told Eve. Genesis 3.1. Now the serpent was more crafty than the other wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The devil is there right away, right at the very beginning. The very beginning of the earth. Planting those seeds of doubt. Getting Adam and Eve to stumble. His playbook hasn't changed. Planting seeds of doubt in your head that things are going to be okay. When you're worried about stuff and you think you're not going to make it through, ask yourself the question, who told you that? Who told you? that you weren't going to make it? Who told you that this would turn out bad? And then turn to the devil and tell him to leave because you have the dominion over the devil. You can tell the devil to leave your thoughts. Colossians 3.2 Set your minds on things that are above, not the things that are on earth. Tell the devil to leave and then fill it with a godly presence. It's your mind. You have the power. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I have a friend that says, stop the stinking thinking. Get the stinking thinking out of your head and start thinking about what God is going to do for you. Give the problem to God and have faith. 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He loves you. Talk to your friend in heaven. Pray by your friend in heaven, I mean God, and pray. Meditate on Bible scriptures. Maybe like this one, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Be anxious about nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Meditate on the word. I saw a meme the other day. It said, if you waited to pray until there was no other options, you failed to use your best weapon in a timely manner. Use your weapons when the devil is conducting spiritual warfare on you. Call your friend in heaven, God. Ask for help. Turn to God for all your difficulties. Psalm 34.4 I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. 
pray for strength. Joshua 1.9 Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He's with us wherever we go. Let's use him. He's there. Pray for peace. Meditate on this word. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you and my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of the world. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The Lord is with us. Psalm 94, 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. His counsel will bring you joy. The counsel could be you reading the Bible. When you read the Bible, the Lord will make the letters jump off the page when they mean something for you. Look at the Bible expecting good things. And like I said, concentrate on the Word. Concentrate on the Bible. Meditate on it. I know, I know, you can't meditate. I get it. You have a hard time meditating. I can't study something. Listen, if you can worry and have that repeated thought go over your head while you're trying to figure out how you're going to solve the problem and it's consuming you, you've proven that you can concentrate on something long enough to meditate on it. It's your mind. You can choose to meditate. Pick one of the verses that was just read. Pick it, read it, and meditate on it. Maybe grab the Bible, open it up, and read that whole chapter that that verse was in. Meditate on it. Over time, you're going to get better at kicking the devil out of your head and replacing his thoughts with joy and peace. God will help you. We aren't the only ones that had to learn about faith and lose worry. One example is in Matthew 8.25, Mark 4.38, and Luke 8.24. Jesus was asleep on a cushion of a boat, and the waves were tossing the boat around. The apostles woke up Jesus and said, Teacher, save us. And the Lord said, Peace be still. The waves stopped and then looked at them and said, Why don't you have faith? But he had to teach the apostles about faith. They needed to develop that habit too. Years of experience has told me things tend to work out. I've begun to look for the good in every bad situation. I've asked the Lord to show me every lesson that I was supposed to learn. I'm significantly calmer and more relaxed because of it. When the devil tries sneaking in, tell him to leave. When I have thoughts that are going through my head that I just can't get out, the worry about things that are going on, I turn to the Bible and I review the Bible. Another meme that I read from the Laughing Christian on Facebook, 
An umbrella cannot stop the rain, but allows us to stand in it. Faith in God may not remove our trials, but it gives us the strength to overcome them. Faith in God will get us through our worries. I'm going to leave you with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you need to, say that as a prayer. Lord, be with my listeners and give them peace and strength as they worry. Lord, thank you again for this message getting to the one person that needs it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to another Blessed Winds Bible Message podcast. Don't forget to click like and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, it comes out every other Tuesday. All of you have a blessed and worry-free Tuesday.